as we were getting prepared for uh, this program, I started thinking about how we might close the service. Uh, it gives the kids a chance to go back and have a little snack and celebrate together back there before parents come and grab them. And it gives me an opportunity to be able to talk with you. Uh, so I, I just have to admit that in, in preparation for today, I, I kind of watched all, as many at least as I could, of all the superhero Marvel movies. Um, that was like a sacrifice for me, just so you know. <laughs> Not at all. But it was. I didn't actually watch them when, my, my, uh, when they were first coming out because my little boys they were too small to be taking to the theater anyway. And then, you know, I don't know. It just wasn't, they weren't quite the right age. So uh, they've been enjoying it. They've been watching these movies with me. So they're willing to sacrifice as well. Uh, we got Disney Plus. How many of you, like, they have all the Marvel movies. So if you don't know that, you should get that if you want to watch them. But uh, so, yeah, we watched all the Marvel movies together. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, as I'm watching them, I, I realized when I was driving down the street and I'm looking around me for a mass destruction and I realized, oh, maybe it's not a good idea to binge watch Marvel movies. Uh, to some degree, they kind of all have the same theme. Mass destruction is happening all the time. So, uh, so that, but I also decided that uh, if I were to have a superhero power, it would probably be like Captain America. Because, not because it's Pastor Greg's favorite. Nope, I came up to that conclusion on my own because if I could have the healing power, even just that alone, I would be set. Uh, but he's strong and he's agile and, you know, that would be pretty awesome to be able to like jump through the air and jump across big spanses of building and make it and then, you know, get a cut and have it healed in like 30 seconds. That'd be amazing, right? Uh, but then I also thought, gosh, it'd be really cool to be as smart as Iron Man. I mean, think about it. He's not actually like, he doesn't have any powers, He's just smart enough to make his own heart. Um, and then also a bulletproof, like, suit that can fly, like, like jet engine fly, blast through the air, and have, like, you know, all the pieces that it has to shoot out, whatever he needs at any moment. I just think every, it just seems like it just works well for him. Every time something happens, he's got a piece of something on his armor that just takes care of it or destroys or if I could just do that sometimes. Oh, that's something. But anyway, <laughs> but then also in my research, I found out, I didn't know this before, but Black Widow and Hawkeye are not actually, they don't have any superhero powers. So what that teaches me is that I potentially could be Black Widow, right? I mean, uh, really, if I trained hard enough, if I went to ninja school, I could become a mad ninja like Black Widow. Uh, you know, it's fun, right? I'm just teasing. I'm kind of being fun with it because I, I also kind of had this joke. I didn't share it with the other services, but I'll share it with you. I just don't know how she does it without breaking bones. And, um, you know, Tyler broke his collarbone in like a minute. So how does Black Widow deal with all these, you know, superheroes and, and like their arch nemesis and villains without breaking any bones? I'm not sure, but I'm just saying, I feel like it's just fun. It really, isn't it fun to kind of dream up being a superhero? Uh, but really, in truth, we know, obviously, you heard the kids' program. And I even was telling Pastor Greg earlier, I'm like, how do I follow that? They're so good, and they're funny, and they're sweet. And they told the whole message, so um, that's great. Uh, so what am I going to say? I don't have much to say, except for you know we're celebrating Jesus. Because truly, he is the best superhero, right, of all time. And, and, and with that, I said, well, how, what do we, how do we close this service out? And, and I started thinking about the real superheroes right here 
are those people that model themselves after Jesus. The people who um, are just right there when you need them, right? How many do you, you guys know someone in your, in your life who's just somehow happens to be there whenever you need them? Or if you're sick and they just bring you um, a random treat or, or gift or something to help take care of you or um, maybe, you know, here's, I, I, I kind of laugh because my notes, right? I say like, you know, someone who comes and does the dishes without even notice, you know, I don't even notice. It just gets done like a magic elf or something, um, you know, but that's true. Like we know people in our lives who just sort of step up and they know when to help us right when we need it. Those are superheroes. And the, the thing that I would say is the most key about those superheroes is that they never actually claim to be one. Isn't that true? They would never ask for any accolade. They're just looking and faithfully looking for those opportunities where they might help. So I have a story that I can share with you about my kids. Um, you know, this a couple weeks ago, I, I got the flu. And I'll take your sympathy. This is your opportunity. It really stinks to get the flu. I am not a good sick person because I go fast and sick just takes you down. Uh, but thankfully, my body heals pretty quick. So, um, But my boys were so great. I, I got sick. It was probably Thursday afternoon. All of a sudden, I just, it just like hit me like a rock, and it was all I could do to just get the kids picked up from school, get them home, lay on the couch, throw like 500 blankets on me because, you know, of course, it's the cold chills and the aches and all that kind of stuff. And here come my boys, and they come right by my side, and they're like, Mom, can I get you some water? How, how about some soup? I'll make you some soup. Um, or, or, or do you need some tea? Mom, I'll make you some tea. And I was sitting there just blown away by my boys because they're only 11 and 9 and they're boys, right? I, I just, I didn't know they knew how to make soup, but they were willing, so they, they did, and they made me tea. It was good, you know, uh, but I'll just say, I just, it just touched my heart, and then it goes even further. That night before bed, my son Carson comes downstairs, and he says, Mom, can I pray for you? Oh, my mom heart just melted right there as he sat there, and he prayed over his mom. And then the next morning, it's amazing to me, is um, they got up in the morning. Now, I stayed on the couch the whole night because nobody wanted to be near me anyway. And, of course, I got to watch Marvel movies all night long. Um, but And maybe in some sort of delirium. So that might have something to do with my new understanding of Marvel. But, um, you know, I laid on the couch. I was there. So in the morning, they got ready by themselves. Like, I kind of feel like that's a huge deal for an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. I know. I don't know. Maybe I have... I don't know. Anyway, they, they, they usually need my help, a little encouragement along the way. And, and they did it by themselves. But not only that, but they were quiet when they came down the stairs. And they quietly made their own lunches. And they quietly got their breakfast set out. And, you know, they did that all by themselves. Uh, and then Carson brought me this little note. He made me this little, I brought it with me today. Isn't this cute? He made me this little get well card. I put it up here on the screen for you to see. And I'll decode it for you because it might not be the most simple treat. But uh, he says this, dear mom, I hope you you feel better soon. Tonight before I sleep, I will pray for you. Thank you for being a great mom. You served me. Now I serve you while you're sick. Love, Carson. Isn't that sweet? I mean, come on. <laughs> These are my boys, you know, but truly they, they took an opportunity to be a superhero for me right? I look at that and I say, those are my superheroes right there. They stepped out. Nobody asked them. Nobody said, you know, you should really help your mom. Nobody did. They just chose that. They stepped right into it. They saw an opportunity and they made a sacrifice to be able to take care of their mama. And I think that's just such a beautiful story. I would say that is true even here in our church. Our real superheroes, you know, we're, we're those people that are serving faithfully, taking care of one another. Think about, we have this posting, it's kind of an email thing where people can post on there and say when they have a need. And it's so great to see the number of people in our church body who jump in to help. 
I, I think not long ago, uh, someone had needed some help. They, they didn't have the ability to, but they needed firewood. So a group of people just came together and chopped firewood to make sure they had what they needed for the winter. You know, stuff like, there's stuff like that going on all the time, you know. Uh, you know, people who are sick, we have friends that come and make dinners for them and, and, and bring meals, that kind of stuff. Man, those are our superheroes, right? And they're just faithfully doing that, not asking for any attention or accolade or anything, but they're just faithfully serving. I also think about, um, you know, the people are in our church uh, who go to the summer camp. They spend an entire week. These are parents and leaders, some who have to take a whole week of vacation to come to a camp where some of them are sleeping on the floor or on a cot or on a really uncomfortable mattress. And, and I just want you to know, I, that's not a deterrent. I'd love for you to come to kids camp this summer. <laughs> uh, it's a sacrifice though. And it's true. I'm, I'm always amazed. And, um, you know, God works it out every year. We have just the right number of leaders that come to camp. And, and I know that's God, but I know it's God speaking into your heart to, to participate and to sacrifice your time to come. And I think, too, about all the parents that are helping me this week, uh, you know, getting ready for our Christmas program. Uh, also, we have a Christmas party next week, so we have people baking cookies for that. And, of course, I don't know why I do this to myself, but I chose a Christmas craft that's going to take a lot of preparation. So uh, we have a team of people coming to help and prepare the Christmas craft. So I get to hang out. I think to some degree it's so great for me because I get to hang out with people while we, you know, put things together. But uh, what a blessing it is the number of hands that come together to serve together in the body of Christ. Isn't it amazing? Uh, there's so many examples. I could probably just keep going on and on, but I know uh, you probably don't want me to go on forever. Um, but I just, I think it's worth talking about. It's worth celebrating together all of those things. You know, I, I even look at uh, the Christmas lights out here. You know how many people came out to put up those Christmas lights? I mean, it was amazing. Such a team of people that came out to do that. We have some people that drive our buses all the way to Spokane and back for summer camp or any of the activities that we do. They're getting ready to go to winter camp here pretty soon. We'll need bus drivers. And there's so many little ways to serve in our church. And it's such a beautiful thing because everybody does a piece. And, and it's, it's beautiful right? Um, you know, I, I put that out there because I, I think sometimes people look at us from the outside and say, why, why are they so compelled to serve in so many? Why do they give up so much of their time for their church? And, you know, we know that it's because of Jesus, right? Um, we model ourselves after him, right? I, I'm using that word superhero because he really truly is the greatest superhero. You know, he left heaven. Think about that for a minute. The divinity of heaven. I don't know. I'm excited to go to heaven someday. I'm really looking forward to it because that's going to be amazing. Why did Jesus leave it? Right? But he did. He chose it. The Bible teaches us that he chose that. He came and he became a helpless, needy, tiny baby dependent on us dependent on his parents, depending on the people around him to help raise him up. And, and he was growing up in a broken world. And he was willing to do that. Think about in a stable where it's dirty and dusty and grimy and nasty. You know, it could have been so much different, but that's how God chose to do it on purpose, right? Um, I, I just, I'm going to show this verse right here. This comes from Mark because this is, this is what I know about Jesus right here. I think they'll put that up for their phrase. Mark 10, 45, it says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Right? I mean, amazing. He, he's a king. He came from heaven. He's our creator. He's, he's done and, and taken care of us in so many ways. And yet, when he came, he didn't come to be served, uh, but to serve. 
So I think that's our example, right? Because here's what he actually says to us. It comes from Matthew 16, 24. It says, then Jesus said to his disciples, that's you and me. It says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. You know, God's calling all of us, his children, to take up our crosses and follow him. What does it mean to take up our crosses? It means that we're called to live a life of sacrifice, right? Like Jesus did. That like Jesus, um, he, that we would love people. I say this all the time in kids' church. I say, you know, well, let's love people even when it's hard. The kids even know how to respond. They actually finish my sentence now whenever I say something like that because it's easy to love those we really like, but sometimes it's a little bit more tricky when it's hard. So we say that, love, even when it's hard. We also say this, we say, do what's right even when it's not popular, right? Sometimes it's hard to choose that if we're going to lose, if we feel like we'll lose something more, maybe status or whatnot. But God says, no, would you read my word, know what it says, and do what you know is right, even if it means sacrifice, even if it means that you lose something, even if it's not easy, even if you have to make a sacrifice, because Jesus did, right? And I'm so grateful that he did. I don't know any other superhero who can rise from the dead or offer an eternity to all those who believe in him right? The truth, I'm going to read uh, one more Bible verse. This is what Paul wrote to the Philippians, and it's uh, kind of a good lead-in to, to us. It says, it's verses 3 and 4. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. So in truth, I would say the true superheroes indeed are those people that are greeting us faithfully on Sunday mornings, right? Um, they're making coffee back there or holding babies. Did you see? I was laughing. Were you laughing at the preschoolers today? Okay. Um, they're the saints, um, the superheroes, those leaders that are teaching those kids back there. Um, amazing. It's just, it's cute and we can laugh and have so much fun with it, but we're so grateful for them. Think about um, all the people that are out there watching over and keeping security over our parking lot, um, welcoming new guests, mowing the lawn. You know, you guys get it. The list can go on. Um, but the truth is, there are people sacrificing in a million big and small ways, never once asking or drawing attention to themselves. Amazing, right? This is what Peter, I mean, Paul actually goes on to say in Philippians verses five to eight, he says this, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself, by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Isn't it countercultural for us? But the truth is, I am so thankful that Jesus didn't follow the culture of his day, right? Surely, he was tempted in every way, just like you and me are, but he chose to live a life of sacrifice all the way to death on a cross so that we could have salvation. And, and he said, the Bible says, he considered it joy, so if Jesus can sacrifice as much as he did all the way to the cross and consider it joy, then surely I can have and live a life too um, that serves him, that makes sacrifices. Because the Bible teaches me this. He's done that so that I can have life, so that I can be welcomed into eternity. So I'm ready. 
I'll sacrifice some popularity. I'll set aside some other things so that I can serve in the body of Christ. This is one of my favorite passages. It comes from Ephesians 4, 1 and 2. It says this, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Do you know what it is we're called, that calling we've received? That calling is to live a life of sacrifice like Jesus, following his example, humbly loving others uh, with a gentleness and a patience that God has extended to us, that we would be an, an ambassador of Christ for the one who offers freedom in his name for us, right? I'm going to close with this verse. It comes from Micah 6, 8. He says, he has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Man, that's the life of a true superhero, right? Committing themselves to this way of living. Eyes of compassion, not seeking revenge, but offering mercy. Humbly and faithfully serving not for attention or accolade, but for the gospel of peace and for the kingdom of God. The truth is, I, I laugh because I'd love to have the mad ninja skills of Black Widow. I absolutely love that. That'd be amazing. But even more than that, I want to be known as a humble servant of the Lord, like Jesus. Would you stand with me? We'll pray together and go from here. Father, we are so thankful for what your word teaches us. We're so grateful for these kids who this was their way of serving the body of Christ. God, we just pray that they would grow uh, in the knowledge and understanding of you. God, that you would just capture their hearts too. God, you capture our hearts this morning through the ministry of our children. I pray you'll bless us as we go from here, God, that um, we will look for those opportunities where we might be able to step into shining your light. We step into opportunities uh, to love others the way you have, even when it's hard. And all God's children said, amen. Hey, have a great week.